Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider and you can listen to the complete program, plus recent episodes about out-of-body experiences, the scientific search for extraterrestrial life, and biblical prophecies, which may have foretold our current state of global turmoil. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to catch up on what you may have missed from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Is it safe to call you a demonologist? Well, I think for the better degree, yeah, at this point in in my life, uh, (laughs) even seven years ago. um, uh, I, I always tell people, that uh, you, in, in order to, to basically understand the subject, obviously you got to study, but that goes beyond anything that you might even learn in a church. You've got to be willing to study the works of uh, great people like Ed Warren, um, and even the counterpart, if you will, of people like Ed Warren. You've got to take a look at uh, Stephen Kaplan, even, uh, and some of his work, uh, as far as the paranormal is concerned. How did you get into this? I'm always curious how people get into the these unusual mystical things. Well, when it came down to this, originally I got started because I was part of a small ghost hunting group, and we had faced uh, the best way of explaining it. It was just really dark. Uh, I had no idea at the time what it was we were dealing with, but we were facing just what can be algamated as pure evil. And nobody else in the group really had a concept. So I sat there and I said, well, because uh, we, we had made it through that situation, ironically, with the help of a priest, uh, and we had made it through that. So I sat there, I said, well, you know, if nobody else is actually going to take the time to, to learn this, I don't like going into bad, dire situations without a uh, ounce of knowledge, so I will take it upon myself to start learning this. And uh, it really just, it blossomed, it ballooned uh, it, to the point to where uh, some of my basic notes on the subject turned into the first book, uh, and then more notes turned into the second book, and I've even got a third book uh, uh, in the pipeline. So, I mean, it, it, it really is one of those one things. I think it's just like anybody else. Uh, you could take a person who's a shoemaker. Well, you, you learn things over time. Those things build, and eventually it, it goes to the point to where the shoemaker uh, is able to open his own little store. That's right. Well, that's, nothing like that's the way it is with me. Well, tell us, in your words, what a demonologist does. Well, a demonologist, a good demonologist, one, you don't charge. Let's get that perfectly straight. There's too many people out there that want to uh, advertise cleanliness. Uh, Profiteer off something. All right. Right. And and profitability is not part of it. Getting knowledge and making sure people are okay, that's the reward, if you will. Uh, But for a better degree, no, we don't look like Dr. Van Helsing. Um, We... We, we, we probably spend 20% of our time in a library, uh, but for the better degree. I mean, sir, I'm sitting here wearing a T-shirt right now talking to you, and the T-shirt has uh, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson on it. Uh, so I, I, I assure you, we don't, we, we don't look like Van Helsing, and we don't <laughs> go around and 
get ready to to stake vampires or whatever. <laughs> At least you don't. Well, I would like to believe that a majority of us don't. Um, don't get me wrong; I'm sure there are some out there that that honestly want to go on and go forward and probably do dress in 18th century garb and go around. But uh, for the better degree, our our job, our task is purely to help and to try to identify and explain, and more importantly, uh, put people in the right path in order to get this negativity, this, this, this evil out of their life. Um, I, 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 I often tell about uh, one of the cases that took place in Richmond, Indiana, uh, in which a family, a very devout Catholic family, uh, they were... They were experiencing attacks and uh, uh, a lot of just bad negativity took place. Uh, it, it got to the point to where uh, people were, were, were literally had to make you know, visits to the hospital. And uh, a local paranormal group to there had contacted me. I went over and uh, I have a certain way of testing for certain things. I use artifacts and other things to... to kind of give me a leeway, give me a, a pinpoint what we're dealing with. And as far as I could tell, what we were dealing with was something of Egyptian in origin. And I pled with the, the family, very Catholic, very devout, uh, please allow me to bring a Salmaic magic priest in to cleanse this property. And they would, they, they, they wouldn't do it. They had to have their own priests come in and so forth. And this went on two times, two separate times. And then finally, the third time, uh, it was really ironic because I had just left Richmond, Indiana. I was actually uh, on my way back to uh, Columbus, taking Interstate 70 for the truck drivers out there. And I had just gotten around Dayton, Ohio, was listening to you, of all things, on the radio. Go figure. And, and my phone blew up again. And it was, well, whatever happened this time, we really irritated it. They did not use those exact words. They, they got a little bit more mm-hmm. unsafe for broadcast. Um, Thank you. And <laughs> I sat there and I said, okay, hang on. And I literally turned the car around and went back to Richmond. Uh, the family had decided to finally go to a hotel for that night. And it was going to take me at least a few hours to get things arranged on my end. I got some things arranged. And by uh, sunset of the next day, uh, a uh, very good uh, Thalmaic magic practitioner, a priest in that faith, was there and had basically begun the, the, the rites of cleansing. And this this thing was really ticked off. I think it was ticked off because it had been uh, dealt with uh, two cases of using uh, not the right term of cleansing or whatever. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm still even questioning how that happened, but this thing got so angry, the house was, was ransacked, literally. It, the best way of explaining it, you're standing inside the house, and the wall is pounding to where holes are flying out, out away as if something is inside the hall, the, the wall pounding at you. Um, a refrigerator 
that was downstairs in the cellar literally managed to take itself and launch itself out the back uh, cellar doors. How does this happen? Is it negative energy that does this? Well, that's pretty much the the basis of everything uh, when it comes to the demons. You're talking about uh, pure negative energy. It doesn't matter where the demon originates. It could originate in Christian uh, basis. It could originate, uh, obviously, in Judaism. It could could even originate, obviously, in this case, in Egyptian. Uh, you, you, You can pick any religion, any faith... And you've got a negative ent- entity there, just like you, just as you have a positive entity. Uh, but the goofy aspect is, is as I tell people all the time, some demons, if you will, can actually perform what is considered acts of positivity. Uh, I, out of Asian uh, mythology, demonology, if you will, uh, there is a demon entity by the name of. Yen Lo Wang, and Yen Lo Wang, uh, he was once a ruler in their version of hell, and uh, when he is up on uh, the planet, if you will, he is known to go after molesters, rapists, and so forth. He, he, he torments them. That's, that's how he derives his enjoyment. Huh. So as I said, you know, just because they're demon doesn't necessarily mean they're bad, but then again, you know, there have been even Christian scripture written of, you know, angels who have done negative, bad things. So it, it just depends on your point of view, really, by some aspects. So you have been um, categorized as a debunker, but I think you really are looking for the truth. Now, you happen to debunk issues and places that aren't the real deal. But, well, I, yeah. but I think you're a truth seeker. Well, that's, I, you know, I, I think that, if anything, that's something that I think everybody is actually on that path. We all want to know the truth. We want to know what exactly uh, we're, we're understanding, what we're feeling, what, what we're doing, if you will. And uh, really, for me, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, it. You know, the best way of explaining it is when you walk inside a house and you're, you're, you're told, hey, hey, this house is haunted. And you go around and you basically point out that, well, you heard noises in the attic and it was a squirrel. Or uh, you heard this, this constant motion behind a wall and it's just, you, you've got old plumbing. You know, yeah, it's it's nice to have those situations because you can sit there and you know, everyone's put at ease. Sure, it creeps people out. I mean, anything can creep anybody out. Uh, but really, when it comes down to it, you work yourself through all stuff like that. And then eventually, you do get those one things where, well, that's funny, all that banging behind the wall, you don't have any pipes behind that wall. Wonder what's going on. Uh, and then you, you know, you end up knocking down the wall, and then you find out, well, there's either... Uh, anything from someone has written a curse, if you will, on the wall, to uh, written an inscription for a talisman. Uh, name your whatever the situation may be. Uh, my own house. I'm not going to lie, George. I sat there. I, I ironically, I purchased this house. Oh, probably 
five months before I had talked to you. And the first thing I did was I got silver nitrate and salt, and I packed all the exterior walls with silver nitrate and salt. Uh, outside of being a goofy insulator as far as the weather, it actually works as a great insulator against well, supernatural forces. Huh. What did your wife think of that? Well, she sat there only because she has had some experiences in her life. She actually uh, told me that if I didn't do it, especially around the bathroom, she was going to divorce me. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone sits there and they go on about ghosts and all this stuff. No one ever thinks about the common sense stuff. How many people want to sit there when you're on the throne of thrones in your home and you don't want to think about anything looking at you during that time. So do these, do these demons and ghosts generally follow you around? Is that why you tried to insulate the house? Well, for the better degree, I've had some bad situations in my life. Okay. I have managed to repop themselves. So I make sure that my home is my castle. Well, George, I want to make oh, sure that that's smart. when I go home, I go home. I get to, to leave all that behind because I'm at home. If I want to sit down and watch an episode of Rick and Morty, I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> what makes, Kurt, what makes a demon? I mean, where do they come from? Well, are, are they, you know, are they did dead people that, uh, you know, were, were evil when they were living? What, what are they? Well, you see, now, now that's the catch-22. Now, I, I, I try to explain this to people, and I try to explain it to them to where even an atheist, if you will, can stop. And I've actually had some atheists go, well, that's actually a plausible explanation. I never thought of it that way. Um, it doesn't matter what faith you follow what belief system you are. For a brief moment, just go out on a limb with me. All we right. know that one thing is constant in this universe, and that was the Big Bang. Once the Big Bang happened... Whatever that time, is, by the way. Right, right, right. And, and we don't know if, it, you know, you, you don't have to believe a deity waved their hand to make it or whatever. We know that it pretty much was this giant explosion. There was a lot of energy. Well, energy is outside of uh, the thermal, if you will. We know that there is positive and negative particles that happen in all explosions. It's part of the electric current, if you will, that we are even able to talk to each other right now. It's, it's just pure energy. Well, negative energy, it goes through. Positive energy goes out as well. Right. And sometimes people sit there. And this is the part where I think I end up losing some people of some faith. Uh, you have to remember, mankind was very young. We, we didn't fully understand what a deity truly was, but we began to pray. And as we began to pray, we, we kind of formulated in our head what these entities looked like, these deities. Some took on positive characteristics, some took on negative characteristics, and when we began to sit there and, and, and formulate these entities, uh, they began to kind of draw those charges of negative and positive. So for the better degree, as much as we want to sit there and say, well, God created us, well, that's fine. God created us, but in turn, we helped try to create a God, if you will. And in some cases, we created negative energy. 
entities as well. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.